Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about life, 13 reasons why, the Big Little Lies finale, and I also saw Ghost in the Shell and the Zookeeper's Wife. <coughs> oh my. Oh my god. <laughs> with me as always, my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? Nothing. How's your life? Fine. How's your day? Boring. Anything exciting happened this week? Mm, I saw life three times. That is pretty nuts. Here we are. It's pretty nuts. We went to Universal again. That's right. And had the opposite experience. It was hot as shit. The first time, there was no one there. Mm -mm. And it was delightful weather. Mm -hmm. A little like... Overcast. Yeah. This time, it was hot. And there were a million people. Nightmare. <laughs> but it was fine. I had a nice time. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is this movie called Life. It came out last weekend and it stars Ryan Reynolds, Jake... I almost said... What's his last name? Gyllenhaal. Oh, I, was, I was like... I don't know what I was just saying. Jake Gyllenhaal and a bunch of people that I've never seen. No, the girl looked familiar. Rebecca Ferguson's in A Girl on a Train. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> what happened to that blonde girl from Girl on the Train? Mm, I think she's doing another movie. Good for her. Um, so it's about... It's like a typical space movie. But not. But scary. So it's sort of like Alien. That would be the closest thing to compare yeah, it to. It's a monster movie. Exactly. So these people, these science or these astronauts yeah. are in space and they discover this sample from Mars that is living. So they bring it onto the ship and the sample basically goes awry. Yeah, exactly. If you've seen the trailer, I mean, that's it. Mm -hmm. I will say this. And I also want to say this about something else. What did we see the trailer for yesterday? And I thought, good for them for... Oh, Dunkirk. Oh, I yeah. I love that they have only had one trailer. Yeah. Because it just... Those kind of movies is so... Uh, movies in general is so much more fun if you go into it not having heard every joke. Right. Seen every scary part. Right. Seen every emotional moment where they're crying. Viola Davis. It's just like, it's nice. And that's... When I saw this, I only knew about 10 seconds of the movie. Exactly. Um, it was so much better than I was expecting it to be. Uh, I was expecting it to be good. I thought it was going to be okay. It was, like, really good. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I will say, there's some, there's some, I just think that, like, there's a lot of space movies. I don't get it. I don't get what that means. <laughs> I don't know, like, there was... Aren't there too many ro romantic comedies? No, there's not enough. <laughs> what happened to the good old rom-com? There's, I don't know. I don't go out of my way to see them. That's All the those problem. women who used to be famous for doing like romantic comedies have like evaporated. Failure to launch. But like, Nicole, I like not Nicole Reese Witherspoon. She's not making cranking out movies like that anymore. Right. Julia Roberts. She's evaporated from doing movies like that. Rachel McAdams. She's like all Amanda whatever her face is. All those girls have sort of like stopped doing that. Yeah, and then there'll be a new batch. I'm ready. I miss it, um, but yeah, it was it was very good. Well, Me before you was a romantic comedy, or no, it wasn't. Not a comedy. Also, <laughs> that was like a year ago. He died. Jake Gyllenhaal is so good. He's the best actor that he, has ever lived. It's like super. I just don't get it. Like every time I see him, I'm like, why are you not like more? 
famous. I mean, he's like a list, but like, mm. you know what I mean. What was the last movie we saw him in? Nocturnal Animals. Oh yeah, he was fantastic in that. He's famous. Oh, I mean, no, he's famous. I'm just saying, like, when you think of like the great actors we have in the world right now, he's not who comes to mind. No, that's true. Also, Ryan Reynolds is based. He's starting to be like, that's it. What? He's going to be in this box for a long time. What box? Of like being the goofy guy. The douchebag. He sort of got out of it for a minute, but then he came back in Deadpool and like now that's what he's about to be. Remember he did Woman in Gold? I didn't see that. Was that good? Apparently it's very good. Helen Mirren? Yeah. Anyway, Life is a Good Time. Yes, go see it. Like, very good. Um, okay, next we're going to talk, I like can't, oh, sorry, it's I'm okay. so sorry. It sounds like somebody's punching a microphone. <laughs> Boom. Um, next we're going to talk about this new Netflix show called 13 Reasons Why. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> I guess we'll move on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, it's a show on Netflix, it's 13 episodes, and it's about this girl who kills herself, mm-hmm. and she left all these people in her high school, or like this group of people, tapes. Tapes. Basically... Like telling out, her story. Yeah, 13 different yeah. people, and she t- and each episode is a different person in like the circle of people. I will say this. But still revolving around the main boy. But still revolves around this one boy who was like very infatuated with her. Yeah. And you go through the tapes with him. Yeah. And he slowly finds out all the other people that are like in on it. Okay. Okay. So, you're right. It is not the best thing that's ever been made. Mm-mm. It is very... It, sh- it should be on Freeform. Yeah. Like, that is where it belongs. Or like WGN. What is even that on that? Other than that slave show. That's where it belongs. That's so Just like mean. a category of TV show that's like nobody is really trying to watch. Stop. A lot of people are watching this. So, anyway, I think it is an interesting concept... Yeah, I agree. And the acting is all fine to me. The, sometimes it's a little over the top, but it's not trying to be anything more than it is. That's the thing. That is where it bothers me. Mm-hmm. A lot of the storylines, especially the more you get into it, the things that like, it's very like, all typical teenage storylines. There's nothing that elevates it past, beyond that. Mm. But I still, every time I'm done, I'm like, okay, well, what happens next? What happened to, like, the main boy, obviously, he, like, is one of the tapes. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't gotten to his tape yet. I'm guessing they'll save it for the end, mm-hmm. or, like, towards the end. But, like, I just keep thinking, like, you know, it, it, so I will say that. It does it does have me hooked. I want to know what happens. Well, it's the same, like, category of book that, like, it's everything, everything, isn't it? Like, it's it's a teenage book. It's a teenage book. And I, and also, this teenage sickness, illness, death, yeah. that whole world has sort of, to me, is sort of overdipped. Yeah. And you know, I don't like bullying. I don't believe that is a real thing. <laughs> and that's all this is about, really, is she was very bullied and, like... Also, Kate Walsh, I know you only watched the first one. Yeah. But she's actually really good. They use I don't her doubt more that. and more. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, and that's how you, that is, I will say for Netflix, mm-hmm. you can, and we've said this before, is like, you can see that a Netflix original series carries real weight now mm-hmm. because, and even on Grace and Frankie too, even though it's always been like that, even the like people who are in it for 45 seconds are all actors you recognize. Yeah. It's not just like ever 
throw away people anymore. Right. Not no shade to like no name actors, but like there's uh there's yeah. intention behind it. Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, it's so it's it it's yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm going to watch the entire thing. I know you will. <laughs> Cuz I want to know what happens. I once that starts me, I want to know. I'm not good at just watching one other than you're going to yell at me. What? That way. Oh yeah, that's true. But it's just because I'm never alone. And I don't want to watch just something that's slow like that when people are talking. It drives me nuts. Why don't you put it on like when you're up till 3 o'clock in the morning? Because then I'll fall asleep and I want to give it more weight than that. <laughs> that's why I put on Big Brother Canada like the old season I'm trying to watch. Whatever. It'll be season cares. 2 by the time the next one comes Oh my out. gosh. <laughs> leave me alone. Okay, next we're going to talk very briefly just because we watched several episodes of this week about Big Little Lies which ended today. Best show of the year. It is so good. Best show of the year. I mean, first of all, Nicole Kidman should win an Oscar. If it was a movie, she would win an Oscar. Yeah. She is so good. And we've talked about this so many times. Nicole Kidman has always picked very sexualized roles. Mm-hmm. But this is like the perfect version of that. Yeah. Because it's super sexualized, but it also isn't. Right. It's interesting, a lot of things that they added from the book were in Reese's favor. Like, she added, like, a lot more character-y stuff for her character. And it just is, it's still, at the end of it, it's Nicole's show. The whole I was gonna thing. ask you, whose show is it? It's Nicole, it, well, it's Reese's. She, it's her story, her world of people. And, like we've said, if it comes back for a second season, like they're now saying that it's going to... Uh-huh. I guarantee you they will focus more on Reese. Yeah. Um, that a, show, that kind of show could run forever. Literally. You just have a revolving door of women coming in and out of that town. Yeah. I wonder if it will come back for a second season, I think though. it will. I hope it, it obviously has done really well in the ratings. I mean, they left it to leave off as a, like a cliffhanger. Yeah. With the detective looking at them. Exactly. And... Just get the creative liberty of the writer and yeah. have start brainstorming. Who I cares? was I from the book, and I read the book after knowing who was in the parts. Shailene is not who I had in mind. Like she is not. She doesn't really make sense if you like character wise. Mm. But she is very good. Oh, she's incredible. They did a good job in in one of the only shows probably ever of making sure every character had sig- like a significant amount of weight. Even exactly. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, Bonnie. If you look back at her whole season, her character had like a real mm-hmm. weight. Yeah. But poor What's-His-Face. Who? I can't think of his name. That was on Parks and Rec. Oh, Adam Scott. I mean, he just gets pooped on the whole time. <laughs> he is such a nice man. He's He comes by Dylan's all the time. You told me. That's he crazy. very different without makeup on. I love that show. Me I too. could rewatch it again. I I was guessing everything that was happening, but like four episodes in though. It is so good. Yeah. Okay. Um, next, we're gonna talk very quickly because Adrian didn't see them with me. You go to the movies this weekend to see anything but life. Yeah. Three <laughs> days in a row, basically. <laughs> Any thoughts that changed the more times you saw it? Um. No, I was equally as thrilled. It is such a good movie. So, um, Friday, Patrick and I saw Ghost in the Shell, yeah. which is the remake of that manga 
Manga. Is that what it's called? I think it's an anime. Anime. I don't know. Anime. Eat the cake. Anime. Um, an anime movie. It stars Scarlett Johansson. Did you love it? No. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to love it, but I thought I could like it. And you didn't even like it. I just thought it was okay. Patrick wasn't that thrilled. And yeah. he went into it obviously knowing about it. He told me he liked it. Yeah, he didn't say that when we were leaving the theater. So he's given a different version. He probably loved it. It's probably his favorite movie of all time. Um, I don't know that I want to see a movie ever with Scarlett Johansson as the lead. Mm. There's something just that doesn't pull me. And I've always felt that way. Did you ever see that movie Match Point? No. She's fantastic in that. Did you ever see Vicky Cristina Barcelona? No. She's fantastic in that. Other than that, she just does not do it for me. I think she's beautiful. And I think that... I'm not saying she's a bad actress in a different kind of part. Mm-hmm. But just in the... And it worked for that movie because she's like a robot. But it just... I don't know. It was visually very cool. Very pretty. And like I'm, that, and that's it. I never need to see it or even hear about it ever again <laughs> in the rest of my life. Like It just was okay. I was going to go to the one at 1 o'clock today, but I just didn't want to leave. I don't blame you. Also, not worth it. I also saw The Zookeeper's Wife with Jessica Chastain, Mm -hmm. which is about, like, the Holocaust and this woman. Okay, just tell me, does she die? I'm not telling you that. Well, I probably will never see it. I don't want to say that. That's not... No. That's not even what it's about. No. She doesn't die. Um, Jessica Chastain, and she fosters Jewish people during the Holocaust. What a dream. First of all, there's a reason that a movie like that comes out at this time of year. And that reason is it's not very good. Mm-hmm. The main, my main issue with it, Jessica Chastain is fantastic, and I think she makes smart choices. But what I didn't like about it was the story is not. No, you don't leave anything thinking about the zookeeper's wife. The zookeeper is the one who's interesting. He's the one who decides that they're going to take in Jewish people, and he's the one that transports them to their zoo. She just is like a bystander in this story. Yes, she goes through stuff, but, like, I didn't root... Like, I rooted for her, of course. It was, like, devastating the stuff. Like, of course, watching, like, people go through the Holocaust is devastating. But, like, eh, it was just an okay movie. And her accent drove me bonkers. Yeah, no. And, like I said, if it was going to be good, it would have come out in November. That's not true. Or, like, it would have come out later in the year. I don't think so. Mm. It wasn't very good. <laughs> okay, our question from the week comes from Jesse. She says, when you're binge-watching shows, how many episodes do you give it before you decide it's it, it's good or it's bad? Mm, I've really only binged two shows. Which are? Making a Murderer and The OA. Making a Murderer, I, like, actually binge. No, for real. Patrick and I didn't move for 12 hours. Patrick binged Big Little Lies. He binged Big Little Lies. He does that more often than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You just know quick. Yeah, I know. First of all, it, like if it's a mystery or something, I'm more likely to watch more of it. Right. If it's like a comedy, I can watch five minutes of it. Like, what's that show with the weird boy with the nose that's on Netflix right now? And the girl? Mm. You're like, what? I don't know. Love. 
I don't watch that mess. I watched four minutes of that, and I said, I never need to see this again. Yeah. I just know. You know. But then Orange some... is the New Black is also very easy to binge. Oh, yeah. Back to back. I think I've done... Oh, and House of Cards. Yeah. That's it. But, like, I don't know. I'd say one or two. If you don't have me by the second episode, I'm not going to keep watching it. That's usually true. Yeah, a lot of times, one. I've started many shows and not kept going. Oh, yeah, me too. All the time. Westworld. Sometimes I feel bad. Like, the pilot is not always the best episode. Right. Scandal, the pilot is absolutely terrible. It's so typical, so corny. Yeah. But then, like, the second and third one, I was, like, drooling. No, thank you. I know. Not for you. <laughs> Sean tried to get shady about Scandal at work yesterday. I said, just keep, keep it You know Grace Anatomy's on 12 years this week? You know, Grace Anatomy came out the same year as Lost and Desperate Housewives. Those shows have been off for years. For like a decade. <laughs> and this show is still on. Who is watching Grey's Anatomy? I don't know yet. I don't want to know yet. But it does well? Yeah, it does better than Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder, which should be canceled. <laughs> also, who's watching The Catch? I don't know what that is. The other Shondaland show that comes on, like, in the when the other ones go off. Something else just got canceled on ABC, but I don't remember what it's called. Dancing with the Stars? No. <laughs> um, okay, that's our question. Thank you so much, Jesse. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Your song of the week. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's that, that song, Don't Kill My Vibe. Remember? Oh yeah, that's a jam. Who sings that again? Sigrid. S-I-G-R-I-D. You shot me down, you like the control. You speak to me like I'm a child. Try to hold it down, I know the answer I can shake it off and you feel threatened by me I try to play it nice, but oh, oh, oh don't kill my butt oh, 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 don't break my stride You think you're so important to me, don't you? It's her first song ever. I love it. That's a jam. It is a jam. What about you? Mine is Cold Little Heart by Michael Kiwanuka.
Stuff before this is it's the theme song from Big Little Lies. Oh, I gotta play you something. By the way, oh, okay, that's perfect. And okay, so I was reading this article. I told you where the soundtrack is coming out. Yeah, and they said that that song wasn't available online. The video for with that song, with the music video for it, has been online for like six months. <laughs> so whoever wrote that for Refinery Twenty Nine or whatever, Google. <laughs> but it's fantastic and so catchy. Oh yeah, it's great. Also, you know what song has been in my head for like a month? What? Joanne. The song. I can't even tell you how that goes. I'm not going to sing for you right now. But it is good. <laughs> I did. I only listened to A Million Reasons and Applause or whatever a song was on that. It was a lot. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was a jam. Um, okay, and I got out of the thing I was supposed to be looking at. Goober Sorry. of the Week? No, this week you're looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? I have to finish 13 Reasons Why. That's my looking forward to. I want to know what happens. For me, I think actually... So what's today? The second? Mm -hmm. So in a week will be the ninth. I think it's either... Maybe either this week or next week they're posting all those uh, Great British Bake Off seasons of Masterclass. I think it's this week or next week, if I'm not mistaken. If if I lie, I'll recorrect myself. Next week you can look forward to it even more. Yeah, exactly. But I cannot wait... Because basically, it's only Paul, Hollywood, and Mary Berry cooking the stuff that they give the contestants. Love it. I can't wait. I'm so curious to see what kind of show they have after, like, coming up. Oh, I know. They are, they redid the thing for Great British Bake Off. They have the new people already. Nobody I've ever heard of. All British people. Yeah. It's a guy hosting it now. Oh. But, but I, it's the, the I people, the people that we watch it for, generally. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why that show is good. Exactly, it's the contestants. Exactly, they all get along. But the fact that it's celebrities makes me nervous. It is. Yeah, it's the, the first edition is celebrities. Oh no. Yeah, but that could be fun. Of course, I want to watch them. <laughs> um, and finally, your goober of the week. Um, r- what's that movie called? Rough Night. What that with is? all those girls in it? I'm over seeing that trailer it's not funny i saw it again the next day what was zookeeper's wife no it goes to the show oh because <laughs> she was in i mean because it made sense because it's Scarlett oh yeah, yeah 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 also i will say this the last couple movies we've gone to the trailers do not match the movie at all i'm so confused by that and they're all different studios i'll tell you what really is my goober of the decade what all these chinese film companies stx because then you have to sit there for five minutes while the score is playing that one note on violence like and you see the same like this production company this production company this product and they all run their little clips like five minutes i'm like nobody needs to see that just put one big chunk saying listing all the thousand companies that put in fifty thousand dollars and let's keep going I don't need five minutes of like a paintbrush stroke. It's like, and it's like Japanese code at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. You made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it just escaped from my body. First of all, that's ter- Japanese code. Uh, it just drives me bonkers. Uh, for Ghost in the Shell, there was like a bunch of people. Of course. Also, that's like a remake of an anime. Oh, that's right. Um, my goober of the week are all these drag queens that are coming after Wendy Williams. Oh, yeah. For being transphobic and all this stuff because she wouldn't let someone dress up in drag in her audience years ago. And now she's hosting RuPaul. Or she's hosting little commercial breaks, basically. What do you mean, wouldn't... Oh, because a guy wanted to dress up as... A guy came in drag. And I told you, and I've told you this before, Wendy Williams has very strict dress code. Uh Because she just wants everybody to look nice and, like, put together. And so some guy came in drag and they told him he couldn't stay. And the guy wrote, of course, all about it on the internet. I don't really think that's being transphobic. Because a drag queen is not trans. No. But all these drag queens are like like Detox, Alaska, all like the ones that we love have all been saying they should take her off of there, and but they haven't. So I guess it, her check clears, so it doesn't really matter. But it just I don't get that. It's like what would be if the, there's a dress code, you can't break a dress code. I'm sorry. Exactly. And on top of it, it's like uh, RuPaul being on VH1 yeah. makes it mainstream, right? In a way, it has never been. It had, like, literally three times as many viewers as it's ever had on Logo. Did it stay the same for the second episode? Yes. Wow. And so, them having Wendy Williams makes it even more so. Right. Because that means she's going to promo it on her show. Right. It's just a good thing. So, the all, fact that all these people who got famous from that show are, like, trying to drag her and drag VH1, it's, like, you can't win. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. Um, and Lisa Goodrow for only being on it for five seconds. That was the best. I was like, huh? <laughs> okay, so that's our podcast for this week. Um, if you want to hear us outside this podcast, you can follow us on youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell, on Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry, on Instagram at Curry Terrell, at Adrian J. Gomez, on Twitter at Curry Terrell, at Yo Adrian J. Gomez. And if you have a question for us, you can. Did I already say that one? If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.